One in 10 people has a rare disease. My guest on today's show, Dr. Paul Ranelli, tells us how he helps patients, family members, health professionals, and the general public to understand more about the varied and often hidden experiences of having a rare disease. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel, and this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners. Our expertise is in teaching people and organizations how to get better at communication. Our new course, Foundations of Equitable Interpersonal Communication in Health, teaches all patient-facing employees to identify and manage those cultural mismatches that can show up in communication. From cafeteria to cardiology. Learn more at healthcommunicationpartners.com. I'm here via Zoom with friend of this show and Professor Emeritus of Social Pharmacy at University of Minnesota College of Pharmacy, Duluth, Dr. Paul Ranelli. Dr. Ranelli, welcome back to the show. Well, good to see you and good to hear you, Anne Marie. <laughs> I'm so glad. You're welcome. You, it's so good to have you back on the show. And Thank you. We've got an exciting story to tell us that I'm looking forward to. So we'll go ahead and jump right in. So what is the issue that you are facing now that's related to patient communication? Well, let me tell you, that's exciting for me. I'm, I'm excited about it. And over the last 10 years of, of my uh, career, I have been trying to put together different arts, forms, performing arts, visual arts, as a way to present and discuss medication use experiences of patients in the eye, from, the eye, from the experiences and from the eyes of the medication user. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like there's a few different kind of issues or problems that you're trying mm-hmm. to address through the arts. You have that kind of the unknown, the, the, the hidden parts of medication use experience. Uh-huh. We also know there's, there can be incomplete understandings of the medication experience mm-hmm. on the part of the patient, on the part of the, the clinician. Right. Right, right. There, there. Communication. Uh, I mean, we say it in all facets of life. Everything gets boiled down to communication. Right. But here in medicine and in health, it is communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what we. How does the? I'll pick on us as pharmacists. How does the pharmacist communicate with their patient about this medication that they're taking? So. And I want to expose those details that a person is grappling with that they may not tell or may mm. not talk about. And in a in a arts way or in a performance way with performing arts, you can tell those deeper stories and get that human interest and and see how complicated it a system or a situation may actually be for the person taking that medication, then, then we would never see, that we would never think about. And you've been doing this lately. Um, you had a, a, a project that you've been working on for the past year yep. that yes. is about yeah. this. Can you mm-hmm. tell us about that project? Oh, sure. So uh, uh, the m- most recent project that has just come to a conclusion is uh, it's called RARE. And it has to do with rare diseases and rare uh, 
and orphan drugs. Those are two phrases that are prominent in this project. Uh, rare diseases and orphan drugs have uh, uh, legal and uh, federal designations about what they are. But basically what it is, is these are rare diseases that not a lot of people have, but there are a lot of rare diseases. So not many people have one rare disease, but there are a lot of rare diseases that occur that don't have the masses that have them. And so in the pharmaceutical world and in the medical world, how can we treat these? So there's, there's, there's research and movement in the area of called orphan drugs or orphan treatments. And that's the term that's used for these small group, smaller groups of people that need some sort of treatment or help with this disease, if we can find one. So why focus on rare disease? Why did rare disease capture your attention? Ah, well, good question. The, it captured my attention because uh, I'm working with uh, uh, colleagues at the College of Pharmacy in in the rare disease area and are studying rare diseases. And the stories that I was hearing from them about the patients and the, what they were uh, experiencing with rare disease and the uh, the isolation that they were feeling and the uh, a uh, way they didn't feel heard at times because they weren't part of the masses and they 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 they, they weren't in the mainstream uh there's 7000 rare diseases that are recognized in i think in this country maybe around the world maybe it's more mm. and that, but so a, a one in 10 people have a rare disease there are a lot of them but not so many people have a particular one uh so these stories were just so powerful and so passionate that these people are experiencing. So turning these stories into a play was how Rare got started. Wow. So you've got these stories from actual patients and family yeah. members, and you you turned them into a play. Now, you involved um, some some theater students, I think, at the university with this yep. in an yes. early. The, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. For uh, helping remind me. And that, yes. So we had a few phases of this. Uh, I got a uh, one of my uh, the groups that I work with at the College of Pharmacy is a center for rare diseases and drugs. So they came on board and said, yes, we're interested in this. And then the theater uh, department at the University of Minnesota Twin Cities were interested in this. So we got those two parties. I helped get those two parties together and uh, the, they formed uh, a, uh, got together to form a class for theater students, sort of like phase one of this project. I mean, that's super exciting for, I mean, collaborative learning there. Yes. On the students' behalf and the people in the Center for Rare Disease, and then you went ahead and involved a professional playwright. Yes. So as, as we got finished with phase one, uh, the phase two was uh, the theater professors. One of them uh, is a, a, a directs a, a local theater company, and he uh, uh, commissioned a playwright, Kevin Kling, to uh, take uh, those student stories, uh, uh, take those stories from phase one and the students put together and then add his own stories to it and talk to patients and families and 
his own personal experiences and developed a play, which was phase two of this play called Rare, that actually went that Sod House Theater, which is a professional theater company, uh, took on the road. So in uh, uh, October 22, this uh, Sod, House, Sod House Theater presented Rare uh, uh, eight times in uh, different venues throughout Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, and North Dakota. It seems like it's as much for the health professionals in the audience as it is for the people who have rare disease and their families and the general public. I mean, everybody's walking away with something yes. because of the careful way that you design this. So what what's one of the things that you learned, Paul Ranelli, from approaching this complex set of issues through arts-based pedagogy? Well, one of the things I learned is that I need experts to help me in the arts. That's one thing <laughs> I learned, which is a great reason for having collaborations. This is a, uh, what is the term, poster child for like collaborations and meeting meeting people that are experts. You know something, but they know something. So bringing people together and collaborating is very much important. And you've you've been on the show before and talked about how patients are experts as well. And I love that. Yes. I just wanted to throw that in there. So yes. What else have you learned? Well, and I learned uh, that there's in, in training of our students. I mean, I'm an academic and that's I've spent about 40 years in training pharmacy students uh, is trying, helping them see. They have to see the big picture, which means the macro picture, but looking at the micro picture, you can't ignore it. And so uh, a phrase that was used in the play, and I know it's been used in medical education, is the idea to looking for horses or zebras. And then that analogy means horses, they're, they're more of them. And you kind of know what a horse may be. And it's uh, there's many more of them. So think of those as a regular disease, if you if you will. Okay. Whereas zebras are a little bit are rarer. They're, they're, they're different. They look like a horse, but they have some stripes. And genetically, they may not be the same. So maybe that patient you're looking at is more of a zebra than they are a horse. Mm. Dr. Paul Ranelli, thank you so much for coming back to the show. It's a delight talking with you as always. Oh, same here. You're welcome and have a great day, everybody. Thanks again to Dr. Paul Ranelli. I've put links in the show notes so you can learn more about Rare and about Dr. Ranelli's other arts-based explorations of medication-taking experiences. Transcripts for this and all episodes are at healthcommunicationpartners.com. This has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication, audio engineering by Joe Liebel, music by Joe Liebel and Alexa Saar. Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, LLC. Find us at healthcommunicationpartners.com.